Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. to another edition of Trendy, presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete once more the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And just like the rest of America, we're going to have to slide the schedule forward slightly because Dave Damashek and I cannot announce a winner yet, given the Pittsburgh game is still outstanding. And if any of you have ever listened to Dave Damashek, you know that all of his bets are currently tied to the Steelers. So we will announce that winner after that game completes this afternoon. But in the meantime, I have brought back fan favorite Brad Evans. How are you do it ace hola amigo if only that were my real name or truth or power or any of the other ones my dad came up with but no my mom's like brad that sounds cool yeah it does not for the record your mom's a saint she's a worldly woman who somehow survived raising you but she got that one wrong i'm gonna go to my great believing it yeah she did uh she is a saint there's no question about it and she makes the most outstanding cowboy cookies i've ever eaten my entire life she lives literally like a quarter of a mile from Casa de Evans around the corner. It's like six degrees below zero here in central Illinois. Oh, yeah. I'm fully stocked at those cowboy cookies, and I'm going <laughs> to add a roll here the next few days. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be adding rolls to other places, boy. You better watch <laughs> out. Keep it on too much weight. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we have uh wild card weekend to talk about a little bit here, Brad. I mean, obviously it's not finished. We got the double games today, which is an unexpected bonus. And today is an awesome day, by the way. Like, obviously, you know, we're celebrating one of the most important Americans um, there ever was, but somehow it turned into like one of the best sports days of the recent year. We got NBA action throughout the day, starting at one o'clock. I mean, it's, uh, we're taping at one twenty now, so they've already tipped. And then we've got two football playoff games along with a full college basketball slate. So for those of us who are snowed in, those of us who are kind of have no choice, but to be glued to our couch, what a buffet for our eyes we've received. Uh, no question about it. I can already feel my arteries tightening from the lack of moving my body and calorie burn, my friend. And, you know, you combine that with the cowboy cookies that your mom makes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I may be like a sumo wrestler by day's end. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'll bet on you if you are. Hey, one more thing <laughs> to gamble on. You versus your son in sumo wrestling. Let's set some odds right now. Oh, man. Well, I, uh, I, my youngest son's got no shot against me. My oldest son, who is 17, is jacked. He is swole. He is pounding protein shakes like nobody's business and cranking out workouts. Uh, I wrestled with him in the pool not that long ago. We were on vacation. I was bruised uh, on my arms from him grabbing me. I, I fear for my life uh, if I went toe to toe with him in a sumo ring. It's not just your arms. It's got to be your ego, right? Like, that's a tough moment when you realize your kid can finally take you. Uh, no, man, I was proud. I was a proud dad. He's big. He's strong. He looks nothing like me because he has long, flowing, gorgeous hair. I love you, Zane. I love you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I didn't love, Brad, which was wild card weekend. I mean, here's a hot take for you. Let me go ahead and start on Monday with on a cold weather day with a hot take. NFL playoffs, somewhat overrated. Like, in a lot of ways, give me the regular season. Give me mid-October where we've got 15 games going. you got red zone. And if one sucks, then you have, you know, seven other options. You have so many more betting options available to you. And the, the like, one to four, that, like, three-hour time frame you're spending is a more entertaining during the regular season than it is in the playoffs. What was their, like, I don't know, 
uh, real real time, maybe like three or four hours total of like entertaining football over the weekend. And almost all of that was Rams lions. The rest of these were like quick blowouts that didn't have a whole lot of drama in them. Yeah. I'll be honest. I watched more mountain West college basketball than I did NFL because it brought more excitement uh, than when I saw the boob tube in regards to national football league. I totally agree, man. Uh, there was a, a lot of downsides, uh, just a lot of snore fest that transpired a lot of lopsided victories, uh, especially for the Green Bay Packers, which ultimately for those that don't follow the advanced analytics, they were shocked. Oh my God, the Cowboys <laughs> got killed. Uh, but if you looked at some of the advanced data that was out there, there was always the threat of this with the Dallas Cowboys, especially on the ground. And my God, rock those shades, Aaron Jones. I'm supposed to hate the Cowboys, but I do love him like a son. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can extend that love to Bill Belichick, but do you think he's heading down Dallas's way? Like they've got to do something, right? Maybe they don't have to hire the old man, but they can't just keep running this back year after year. Like what do they actually have to do to get over this hump? They seem to be curse current. Yeah, I, I think it's like a, a mental, uh, you know, gap that they have right now. You know, they they rock and, and they roll the regular season and they get immediately the postseason and they, they poop the bed. And I, I don't know, Bill Belichick at his advanced stage and given his, um, you know, approach to coaching, which is very stern, unloving. Uh, it's, uh, you know, a lot of bad blood that could get stirred up. Uh, but, you know, guys love playing for him, especially on the defensive end. And I think that's the biggest key for Dallas. Offensively, they're A-OK, though Dak Prescott royally sucked yesterday, especially early on. Uh, but when he got C.D. Lamb, he got Tony Pollard, he got uh, Jake Ferguson, who really emerged as an elite tight end this year. Brandon Cooks is a, a fine, um, you know, second weapon. You know, Michael Gallup, an exceptional third weapon. Uh, they're fine on the offensive side. Defensively, uh, they were really beating up on the Drakes, the keg in the NFL a uh, number of weeks, um, you know, midway through. And that's why they're able to build up the record. Maybe Belichick comes in, he could fix some things, but I, I don't think he's ultimately the solution here. There's just a mental hurdle. And uh, that hurdle is as high as uh, the Empire State Building right now for this team to try to overachieve. Yeah. Well, I think the big winners from the weekend are obviously the Lions because they now get to have that lift, that curse lifted from their back. What was it? 32 straight years without a playoff yeah. games. Absolutely euphoric fans. Like they've already won their Super Bowl in some way to finally win a game uh, in January. So I don't know what to expect from them going forward. Because I think the big winners yesterday, Brad, were the top seeds. Like yeah. the, the Browns, the Rams, the Cowboys, they all had the ability to kind of upset the 49ers of the Ravens inevitable clash in the Super Bowl. And now they're all gone. And like, I didn't see enough out of Houston or Green Bay or Detroit to think that any of them are going to get in the way. Kansas city is slightly more interesting, right? Like if the receivers can finally catch, then you have Mahomes, you have all that experience, you have Andy Reid, and you know, you can't feel great going against them. But I think that with those three teams, other three teams that were eliminated, you probably feel better about the Niners and Ravens. If you're holding that ticket right now. Yeah, and I have a ticket on Niners-Ravens. I have a ticket on the Ravens to win the whole enchilada. I thought they were the best team, bar none, pound for pound in the NFL during the postseason. He had the uh, certifiable, and it's indisputable in my opinion, the MVP there and Lamar Jackson, who's done so much with so little. And the other note that a lot of people, I think, glossed over maybe because uh, they were so focused on wildcard weekend, uh, Mark Andrews was designated 
to return. So yeah. it opens up the window for him. So, you know, maybe we'll see him. I think it's doubtful next week, uh, but maybe at some point here in the playoffs that Baltimore survives and advance deep enough, uh, the top target uh, of this team over the last seemingly like 50,000 years could be back on the field for Lamar Jackson at the most opportune time. So Jim Harbaugh uh, took the title in college football. Can his brother do the same in the NFL? Entirely viable, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm sure that won't be a story that's covered at all. Guys, oh, no, like, no, no. I'm sure people remember when those guys played the Super Bowl, how insufferable the two weeks leading up to it were. Like, if they're <laughs> actually both the champions at the same time, like, just plug my ears, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, just kill me now. Forget about it. <laughs> um, well, did you see anything from those teams? Do you think that uh, they can advance one more round? Do you think every team that has already claimed victory is going out in the coming divisional round? No, I like Detroit. You know, I, I talked about them on Live Online a few weeks ago. I, I actually picked them uh, to be a Super Bowl contender uh, a couple of months ago when they were like at 15 to 1 odds. Uh, I just love the euphoria that the fans experienced last night in Detroit. You mentioned the three plus decades. Uh, the last time they saw a victory, you saw that old timer they were cutting away to who was 89 yeah. years old, who saw the last playoff victory for them, like in the fifties. It's just, it's amazing to me uh, what that team achieved and the high emotion. Uh, it was Roddy, it was raucous. It was pandemonium from start to finish. Uh, they were truly a difference maker. I felt at critical moments in that game uh, due to their deafness. And, you know, it's something I can relate to. I'm supposed to hate the Lions as a Bears fan, uh, but there's a piece of me. It's like, uh, yeah, they've been so sorrowful for so long. Yeah. And being a Cubs fan, I felt yeah. the same way when the Cubs won it over Cleveland in 2016. I whipped like a baby as well. So bravo, Detroit. Bravo. Yeah. Uh, the town is rebounding right now. I've been there. Downtown is thriving. It's an awesome place. Uh, they got their, their, their just due and I'm thrilled that they're, you know, advancing on and uh, you know, despite all the overlaps or revenge James storylines that went on that game, Jared golf got the last laugh and deservedly. So. Yeah. Look, I mean, like, why can't they make the conference title game at this point? They'll get sure. the winner of uh, Detroit. I'm sorry, not Detroit. I'm sorry, Philly and the bucks tonight. And like, don't you like Detroit pretty heavily over either of those teams at home with all the emotion running? Won't they be like a seven point favorite over either side right now? Yeah, because both uh, of those defenses are awfully leaky, right? And Detroit yeah. just has something but weapons. You know, golf is, you know, throwing rockets. Is, uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. He was carving out the opposing secondary last night. He got that one-two punch to the ground with Mr. Tory Montgomery, my guy. And Jameer Gibbs, a Sam Laporta, despite the bad knee, really didn't show a whole lot of repercussions there. I mean, Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds had a monster first half, and he's like the the one of the last guys on the total pole you remotely think of. So they have weapons galore. It's all about defensively for Detroit, not on the front end, but the back end. If they could just play average defense defending the pass, they're going to make a deep run this NFL postseason. And should I just go ahead and pencil in one of your picks on Friday as a mandatory Montgomery anytime touchdown? Like, uh, can we skip four days of the future and predict that? You know, I don't like saying the G word or the L word. No, screw it. Guarantee lock up the century. <laughs> Mandatory Montgomery. Anytime touchdown. Let's ride. Oh, my gosh. I know my friend too well. All right. Well, let's see if we can have a few more. What do you got? Like five locks of the century in you today? We'll get to them right after oh. this. Let's give Caesar some love first.
You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. 
All right, we are back, and it is time to play our game, Heart, Head, Heater, Cred. This is Brad's third time on the show, and we are one and one against each other, so we are having a bit of a rubber match. Oh, oh, yeah. So, Brad, you did beat me last time around, so I'm going to go ahead and give you honors. What do you have in the heart category? All right, let's go with some plus money on the board. Uh, you know I love tequila, uh, but little known secret, I also like good rum. And uh, since that applies best to me, uh, there's one team that's still alive in the NFL postseason that is a definition of rum runners and consumers. Yeah, <laughs> me timbers. <laughs> I'm going with a bucket ears, man. Uh, I'm just going to take him straight up on the money line uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Why? Uh, have you seen the Eagles play football the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight weeks? Uh, they were a punchline defensively. The numbers really bear that out. I love the EPA data. Uh, that is available. Expected uh, points added. A really true indication of your strengths and weaknesses. Over the uh, you know final seven weeks of the NFL regular season, Philadelphia was number 29 among all NFL teams in EPA per play defense. An absolute joke. Uh, the Buccaneers, a team that really struggled offensively early on in the season, got more respectable in that category down the stretch. Number 14 EPA per play defense. A very comparable offense. Uh, Tampa, number 11 at EPA per play offense. Philadelphia at number 12 at EPA per play offense since week 12. I know what you're thinking. Oh, go way back to week three, Evans. Uh, don't you recall? Uh, yes, I do. And I know that Philadelphia won that game 25 to 11 in Tampa Bay. Uh, but these teams have evolved very differently. Way too many weapons. And Baker, Baker, the touchdown maker is going to be in full effect. So shiver me timbers. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do shot of good rum. Not no, that Captain Morgan crap. Uh, especially not the spice variety, unless I want to induce vomiting. Maybe I'll do that if things go mm -hmm. awry and go south for me. But I do like Tampa straight up on the money line and get seduced by that juice at plus 125 at Caesars. Oh, cowboy cookies are coming back up the wrong way. You did, <laughs> you did raise something that's interesting to me, though, Brad. Uh, what is your criteria of how you evaluate a team like the Eagles? Like, you gave a bunch yeah. of lines since week 12. And so is that kind of like your cutoff? Like, are you more – are you going to wait what you've seen the last five to six weeks – heavily more than what you saw the rest of the season? Or do you try to like strike some sort of balance? Because there's an argument that whatever you felt in August is actually the way you should feel about a team. And you get too much by this noise by grabbing small sample sizes. I think in a team like the Eagles, that's wrong because there's been so much uh, injuries and so much shakeups and they just look so bad for a month straight. But how do you balance that? Like your gut at the beginning of the year or what you felt the first month versus what you've seen the last six weeks? Uh, teams morph, they change, and uh, I think the last seven weeks is an adequate sample size, especially when you don't have freaking A.J. Brown, uh, the most explosive weapon on your team on the field. Uh, no knock to Devontae Smith or DeAndre Swift. Uh, that is a major uh, deterrent, I think, overall for this franchise. So, you know, it's it's just really snowballed so negatively uh, for this Philadelphia franchise down the stretch. I want to see how you finish. I don't care about how you started. It's where you're at at the current moment in time. We have enough of a sample size. And again, I'm citing seven weeks, which is entirely suitable and checks that box, in my opinion. And with no A.J. Yeah. Brown on the field. Uh, that's an absolute difference maker. Philadelphia is going to royally suck, I feel, in Tampa today. All right. Well, I've got to I've got to under on an eagle later today, so it's not like I'm going against you. I, just, oh, I think it's good. interesting See? you're getting in yeah. here. 
Um, my heart pick, and I didn't think I'd get another bite at the Steelers apple. I've already got the over in this game for Friday with Shaq, but since you're playing a couple of games, I thought I'd get in on it. And I'm going to take Steelers plus 10 at minus 110 because it's just outright too many points. The Steelers are not pl- prone to blowouts. They haven't been great. Uh, I'm sorry, they have been great against the spread going all the way back to last season. And dogs continue to kill in this wild card round. They were three and one over the weekend. I think they will finish at least four and two. You're taking. Uh, the Bucks outright tonight, so they might even yep. finish five and one. I just don't see the Bills. I don't have confidence the Bills can cover this many points in good weather. You bring in the bad weather, you bring in Josh Allen, you bring in the house of horrors that Buffalo franchise in general brings to any sort of playoff matchup. I think that this has to be a one score game, and you have so many ways to cover this, right? You have like low scoring affair and bad elements, and no team gets over 13 points, so like 13 3, 13 6. Uh, you're good there. Or you have like Bills jump out and then Mason Rudolph gets to push the ball down the field a little bit more. You get backdoor cover. So there's just lots of ways for the Steelers to cover this number. And I think I'm going to get one on you here in the heart category. Well, that could be a good call, my friend. I will say this about the weather. Can I put my meteorological cap on for a second? Yeah, please. Uh, please. You need a cap. I do. Seriously, I have no hair. I got to cover up this bald dome, especially when it's like minus five outside. Uh, You know, temperatures are going to be around 20 degrees at kickoff uh, there in western New York. And people are like, oh, what about the snow? I saw the photos. I saw the videos yesterday. It's going to be a blizzard run for your life. Man, I didn't know I had Frank Kelly into on the show. Great impression. Well, I, okay, great. Uh, I will say this. <laughs> uh, the skies are going to open up, believe it or not. You may actually see some sunshine at kickoff uh, of this game before uh, the sun sets and darkness ensues. Uh, I think you're going to see maybe some sporadic snowflakes in the sky. Wind's going to be 15 to 18 miles an hour sustained. Not really gusty in nature. Uh, there's going to be more snow, but that's going to impact tomorrow, not today. So so there is a perfect window to play kind of ideal winter football in Buffalo, New York uh, during yeah. the span of that game. So I don't think it's going to have a major impact, uh, though. I do still believe it's going to be a lower scoring affair due to the run first nature of both these offenses. Yeah, and we're not talking about the Dolphins coming to Buffalo, right? Like the Steelers no, no. aren't exactly you know kind of strangers to snow games. So I think both teams are really digging on this. And I know you got some bets coming together on yep. the rush side of it later. Uh, what do you have in the head category, Brad? Uh, I'm actually got a, a bet in this game in the head category, as a matter of fact. Yeah, with the meteorologist in me saying, okay, uh, I think – this game is going to be kind of nip and tuck. I think it's going to be a tight affair in general. Maybe Pittsburgh gets a cover, but let's take the spread out of the equation. And uh, you could actually put these two together and get her at plus one Tony White right now. Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo to win straight up. And I need an anytime touchdown, which means it's got to happen on the ground for you newbies to betting out there for Josh Allen. Both those events occur again, plus 120 at Caesars. And I think it's entirely doable. Look at Josh Allen, what he has done on the ground. He has scored a touchdown in 12 of his last 15 games. He averaged six and a half rush attempts per game. Many of those, uh, nearly two and a half of those per game, coming inside the red zone in the regular season. Uh, you look at Pittsburgh, a team that loves to pressure you. They were number 11 in pocket pressure rate. So Allen will have those uh, opportunistic tuck and run uh, opportunities. And when he takes advantage of that, give it his big, bulky frame, being cold outside, tough to wrap up guys, punishing when you're delivering a blow to the body. I think it may be drag a tackler or two. 
into the end zone for six. And I do believe the Bills are going to win this sucker in the end, yep. but I, I do feel it will be a lower scoring affair, kind of nip and tuck in nature, but it should be an exciting game. I pray anyway, hopefully like last night between the Rams and Detroit, they're in the wintry conditions of Western New York. Yeah, and look, they're just going to take care of the ball as best as they can, right? So yep. there's going to be a lot of ground and pound in this, and Allen's going to be a big part of it. That's why I really like your cred pick as a little preview of what's to come. Uh, over for me on the head category, I'm going to take one break from, from football for a second, head over to the NBA, and I'm going with Donovan Mitchell, under 6.5 assists to get your hometown Bulls. You're getting this at plus 112. Mm. And I'm very confused about the plus in this number because Donovan Mitchell has gone under 6.5 assists in 79% of 2023 games, 84% of 2022 games. He has hit in four of the last 10, which is by far his biggest hot streak for the season because he's only done it six times, four of them in the last couple of weeks. Uh, but it still doesn't make any sense to me why it should be a plus. I usually fade the Bulls, but the bookmakers got me here by baiting me with the plus money. And if you take this out of the head category for one second with all these numbers, they also are coming back from Paris and I can see them absolutely dragging a little bit in this non-primetime affair, Cavaliers, uh, Bulls, not on national television, like playoff football going on at the same time, just came off of an international trip. I think he's going to shoot the ball a ton. I don't think he's going to get it on the dish, and so therefore getting him under on the assist of plus 112 seems like good value. Yeah, I like it uh, quite a bit. You had me a plus money. I'll just remove my belt right now. <laughs> remember you got a tail of family on one of these i think that's probably a leader for it unless you want to jump in with me on my cred play on the heater brad i am going into your bag of tricks oh, yes uh so i on wednesday we're going to talk a lot more about college basketball we won't have any nfl games to discuss brad is one of the foremost experts on college basketball i'm going to have him catch us up from a betting point of view but in the meantime i have a theory that i'm going to test this week brad and i, I did it uh starting about two weeks ago i've been playing this both on this show and on my own Caesars account, which is just pl plain old money line parlays involving top 10 teams. And the entire idea here is that these teams are going only going to lose three to four games the entire season. If you can put them together on any given night and get pretty close to even odds, like you put two of them together, you're getting somewhere in like the minus 120 to plus 120 range, depending on the matchup. And they're only going to lose three or four times. What are the odds that, you know, it's going to catch you night after night after night in one of these random losses? So I'm going to try that this week. I'm going to play top 10 money line parlays three times um, starting tomorrow night, Tuesday night. So not Monday night. Tomorrow night, I get my favorite one of the week. I'm getting Purdue and Kansas. Purdue has got Indiana on the road. I know Bloomington's a tough place to play, but I really believe in this Boilermakers team in the regular season. Uh, they just wear guys down with their, their size and shooting. And what they might lose three games all year, and they've already lost two. So I like that. I'm not going to get struck by lightning on this one. Kansas has Oklahoma State. Kansas is wildly superior to them. Of course, I felt that way last week when Kansas cost me on one of these. But am I really going to get caught twice in a single week? So what do you think about that? What do you think about just playing top 10 money lines together and assuming they're only going to lose a handful of games how many times are you going to be the one caught holding the bag uh yeah i like that strategy quite a bit it's one i typically employ now truth be told i got burned pretty badly uh on this about midweek last week because we had eight of the top 10 teams ranked in college basketball lose straight yeah. up some of those uh most of those came on the road uh, a couple of them came at home a marquette lost uh they were uh, i know outside the top 10 but they they got trounced by butler there in Milwaukee. So it's been just a parody, parody, and parody. It sounds so cliche when it applies to college basketball, but 
it's uh it, it's entirely true and it's gonna be wild it's gonna be woolly it's gonna be an absolute wacky it's march madness for a reason and i think uh that's only going to be amplified the madness this year because there are some good teams and there's about 15 good teams but there are no great teams in college basketball but uh, given the recency bias, I would say be careful, tread lightly on this. Uh, but I do like where your head is at in terms of Purdue and Kansas uh, coming up tomorrow. All right. Well, I know you got some Big Ten hoops for us. So tell me where we don't need to tread lightly. Where's the heavy action need to go? Well, I love the Minnesota Golden Gophers uh, tonight. And they're at home taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, truth be told at Caesars, this line opened at plus one and a half. And the Gophers were catching that. It has now shifted the other direction. And they are laying two and a half. And I ain't scared by the line movement uh, one iota. I, I think they're the far superior team in terms of the eye test, the advanced analytics. Uh, they're playing their butts off uh, here the you know the last couple of weeks. Uh, really starting to you know slowly build up a resume. They may not be a tournament team, but even if they're an NIT team, Goldie is this year. I think that will blow people's socks off. If you look at Minnesota uh, in terms of the advanced numbers, nerds. Um, this speaks to you because I am one of them uh, that is out there. They are top forty-five in the country in AFG offense and AFG defense. They're eleven and one at home. And I think the biggest advantage they have over the Hawkeyes is rebounding. Uh, Minnesota gets a lot of second-chance opportunities. Uh, Iowa's number 174 in defensive rebounding percentage, according to KenPom.com. And Iowa's uh, you know, only won a couple of games on the road this season. And they're really struggling defensively as well on the road this season, north of 150 in EFG defense. So when you put it together, Minnesota, uh, an outstanding home record. Again, they've only lost one game in 12 opportunities. Uh, you look at Iowa's forgivingness on defense, uh, their lack of ability to really squeeze the rock on the glass. Dawson Garcia is the best player in the four, and he plays the Minnesota Golden Gophers with Goldie, baby, minus two and a half against Fran McCaffrey, who I think is already bubbling. Maybe we'll get like five technicals and thrown out of the game tonight uh, there in Minneapolis. Yeah, I smoked you the first time we played because college basketball had not tipped off yet. But you came back and destroyed me with all your college basketball picks our second time around. So I would normally tail this, but that's how much I like your cred pick. I like your cred pick so much that I'm going to skip this Minnesota Pure winner and I'm going to back that one. So why don't you give it to everybody that I'm tailing before you even announce it? All right, so it's a little SGP that I put together there at Caesar Sportsbook, and it's in the alt market. And again, a lot of the, the people that are out there that may be veterans of betting are like, you give up so much value in SGPs. I don't care what you're selling me, man. <laughs> it's my money. Let me allow to do what I want with it as I please. So on this two-legger, and I'm going to keep it simple. Again, we don't have to go Calvin Ridley. We don't need seven-leg SGPs trying to get rich. We're trying to slowly build a bankroll. So this is plus 109. I took Josh Allen, eight or more rush attempts, and then I combined that with Rashad White, 15 or more rush attempts. And again, get that a plus money right now at Caesar Sportsbook. A little bit of background on Josh Allen. Again, I, he always raises uh, the volume on the ground in high-pressure games. And this is certainly one of them. It's win and uh, you survive. You lose. Uh, you go to a Caribbean island and sip on my ties. Uh, he's got at least eight or more rush attempts in four of his last six games. Uh, the shortcomings, I uh, already talked about it. Uh, defensively at Pittsburgh, uh, no T.J. Watt there. 
uh, up front. So I think, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, this is a game that really speaks without Watt uh, to Allen's ability to get it done there on the ground. He has done this, as I mentioned, four of his last six. And they look at White. He's averaging 16.3 uh, rush attempts per game on the season. He's been over this as six of his last seven. I feel let's correlate, synergize, and bring it all together. If the Buccaneers are going to win, they're going to eat clock. Philadelphia, number 31 in rush EPAD yep. uh, since week 12. It makes all the sense of the world that it's going to be a whiteout, not Buffalo, but in Tampa. So give me Rashad White, 15 or more rush attempts. Josh Allen, eight or more rush attempts, plus 109 there at Caesars. Yeah, I, I like this quite a bit because I don't think either side's going to be chasing games. And if they're not chasing games, then rush attempts is where to go. Like, I don't know how many yards they'll have. I don't know how successful it will be, but I know that's going to be the way that both sides try to eat clock on this. So I like this one quite a bit. As I said, I am blind tailing it. Um, For my cred, I am playing an under bet, Mr. Evans, because overs make friends, unders make money, and I am finally ready to make some money on the NFL playoffs this year. I'm going with Jalen Hurts under 39.5 rushing yards at minus 113. So get into the stats just a little bit you think about Jalen as a running quarterback because that's mainly because we push uh, we think about the tush push and the tush push doesn't go for chunk plays they don't go for eight nine ten yards he's getting you know two three on that and it's the most important two to three of the game but it's not one where he's going to be hitting huge uh totals and as a result he's gone under 40 yards 13 out of 17 times this year and the bucks D has only given up 40 yards one time all year. And it was a Thursday night game to Josh Allen, who got 41 yards. Mm. And so on almost every single match of this year, they've been able to spy the quarterback correctly. I don't see why this changes tonight. And look, this is dark, but it's true. And I'm in here to make a little bit of money. We're like one finger against a helmet. Uh, from Josh Hurts, like missing the second half, and which means you're going to feel real good about having your unders. He's injured. I don't know if he's going to finish this game because it seems really bad. Uh, so I absolutely can see him missing a few series, missing a few plays, getting checked out on the sidelines, and that's going to have those under odds shoot up. So you put it all together, minus 113. He might be able to do it. Maybe they can win an ugly game, but I just don't see him being the massive X factor on the ground, and therefore I'm going to cash this bet. Yeah, I like that call quite a bit. Uh, any kind of fade on Philly, I feel, is a wise investment. So uh, good work, my man. All right. Well, which one are you tailing or which one are you failing? Uh, all right. Uh, so I got to tail one of your bets. Is that correct? Well, you, you can choose. You can take the other side of any one of my bets or you have to tail one of my uh, bets. Okay. Uh, honestly, dude, uh, I really like your Pittsburgh call at, at plus 10 on the standard line. I, again, I think this game is going to be lower scoring affair. Uh, I, you know, lean into the idea that Najee Harris is uh, going to cash probably over his rush attempts prop, maybe as a uh, standard rushing props. Uh, if you want to take for any time touchdown, I certainly don't hate that. Uh, Jalen Warren, this guy's got a lot of electricity in his legs. I know Mason Rudolph could be a bit of an adventure in this game. Uh, but again, I think this is going to be more of a kicker contest. And I'm not worried about the uh, cold because that's more of a, a wind uh, sway than anything else of uh, fading those kicker props. I think they're going to be able to split the uprights, uh, but I think Pittsburgh, whether they kick in the back door or just hang tight and hug it close the entire game, they're going to score the cover. So I'm going to tail you on the Steelers, baby, at plus 10. I think Buffalo wins this thing by seven. And the last time I saw numbers, 40% of bets were in on the Steelers, but 54% of money. So you, me, and the yep. Sharps are all on the Steelers tonight. See if you guys want to join us. 
Uh, but join us again right after this break. We'll give our sponsors a little bit of love, do our second guest express, and get you out to watch all this awesome action. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Brad, it is time for the Second Guess Express, the one that's sitting on your bench that you're going to get no credit for and is therefore guaranteed to outscore at least one of your starters. So what do you got in this category today? Zion! Uh, I'm going with Zion Williamson, my man. Uh, I'm going to take the over the rebounds prop at six and a half there at Caesars, a standard minus 115 juice, but um, I, I think it's entirely doable for him. Um, you know, it's MLK day. It's oh, usually a heavy NBA day. So it's only appropriate. I get a wager in that sport. Uh, he's going against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, no Luca. Uh, Doncic is uh, expected not to play, uh, but Dallas, he with Luca on the floor. They can't rebound. They've allowed the yeah. second most opponent rebounds per game of any NBA team at 46.7 this season. Now Zion's only gone over this prop once in his last six, and he split right down the middle as two previous matchups against the Mavs went over in one. He had seven, barely got over in that one and only two and the other. So use that wide frame and uh, hopefully not like your days in Duke, your sneaker will not randomly explode on the court. Uh, and you play the, you know, 35 minutes needed for me to cash in on this prop. So to recap, to recap, Zion Williamson over six and a half boards, minus 115 against the Mavs. That's my second guess express today. Just keep him away from them. Cowboy cookies. Uh, so for the second guest express, I am going with the thunder on the money line at minus 110. Anybody who's been listening knows how much I've been backing the thunder throughout the year. There's no reason to stop against this Lakers team tonight. As we've talked about with the thunder, as we've talked about with the Timberwolves, as we talked about even teams like the magic, these really young mid-market teams have to prove themselves and there's no better way to do it than when you get, you know, primetime games against national opponents. I think they absolutely want to measure up against the Lakers. I think a lot of these guys have had LeBron posters on their walls when they were kids, and now they get to take it to him tonight. And in the regular season, they just have entirely too much energy. They have entirely too much depth. I think that uh, obviously Chess can have his hands full with AD, but assuming he can play even that he can play that even like within twenty percent of a draw, they have no answer for SGA and the rest of the Thunder. And I like them to win this coin flip tonight. Love it. Uh, honestly, I had nothing, uh, you know, to add to that because I'm not remotely paying attention to you right now. Truth be told, I'm sweating out Ohio State, Michigan here <laughs> on this MLK day. Oh, well, at least you're honest. And if we we're giving bonus time, which I know you love, uh, this show's not going to post in time. But the Wizards are five and a half point favorites, and that's an auto bet. 
That is an auto bet. There's no team in yeah. college or pro. I think they should be five and a half point favorites against. They should be five and a half favorites against Ohio State at this point. So that's a three p.m. tip off. If you're getting this, and you can get action in before uh, before that game goes live. I know it's Detroit, but Detroit is wildly better than the Wizards. You guys just have to trust me on this one. The Wizards should be giving points to no one. Uh, so get in on that on this afternoon. So Brad, you've already taped live on the line today, but I know you got shows the rest of the week, right? Uh, I do, and you know what? Uh, I'm not going to be outdone. You give a bonus time. I'm giving you a bonus time, bonus time, Rashad White. Se- 75 or more rush yards against the Eagles. I'm heavily invested in Buccaneers. Uh, this is going to end probably poorly. Plus 145, the alt market on that number, which uh, he achieved, uh, honestly, in five of his last six games. I only had 38 yards in the first matchup on 14 carries in week three, but these teams are light years different from what we saw earlier this season. I already said Philadelphia, number 31, rush EPA D since week 12. They allowed... 108.2 rush errors per game just to running backs in their last five and four RBs over that last five week span ran for at least 75. Rashad White, I have faith he's going to do it tonight. Again, get seduced by that juice at plus 145. And yes, uh, live online, I have episodes every single weekday uh, throughout the entire week. Uh, starting at noon Eastern time on your Valley Sports RSNs or on Stadium. You could also stream the show at watchstadium.com slash live, watchstadium.com slash live, and also the Fade 5 podcast on my home skillet, Nathaniel Lundy. The Monday episode is live. We'll have some other ones later on this week. We cover everything betting-wise because we're degenerates, uh, much like you and I are. Uh, download it wherever you get your podcast or subscribe to the Feed the Noise YouTube channel to watch my ugly face and uh, Lundy's more handsome face in animated picture and sound. Yeah, we got to get Lundy on this show here pretty soon, particularly if I lose to you again. God, I can't live with myself if I lose to you. I don't know why I'm tailing your best. They all need to go down. Uh, So here at the network, we not only have trendy throughout the week with you, we will have our usual schedule. Waiver Wire will be back. I know there's not as much fantasy action to discuss, but Jen Piacenti is a real sharp in the player prop market, and I'm sure they will be getting into that quite a bit. We, of course, will have Lemon Pepper Parlay with maybe Martin Weiss with the second thing to celebrate because I know he's a Saints fan, but he covers the Lions for a long time, and I know he also pulls for everybody in Detroit. We'll have minus three with the 15-minute pregame show at the end of the week, two great episodes in the middle, extra points, and covered in glory. And so everything is live here at the network. It is the prime time, right? Like, we've got football season winding down, college basketball season kicking up, the NBA still pushing out, there's uh, NHL dropping the puck every night. So much action to get down, Brad, so we don't need those sumo wrestlers in the Evans basements to actually get in a lot, a lot of action now. We have plenty of other things to go for. Uh, you know what? I'll probably bet on that and some ping pong. It's a thing in Colorado. I'll say that much. <laughs> well, say more on Wednesday until that time. Enjoy all this awesome action on MLK Day. Enjoy college hoops tomorrow night, and we will be back then. Take care, everyone. Go Buckeyes! 